Brother Yule, and I want to welcome you back to Don't Take Wood Nickels. You hears me. And listen, this podcast, this one right here, is one that uh God has burdened my heart with this morning. Um, the last couple of days, um, you know what? Let me let me begin before that. On uh social network social network, social platforms, there's been multiple uh, challenges. And listen, I'm not one to judge anyone for doing any challenges. Do what you must. Um, Do whatever you feel, you know. Um, Do I agree with all the challenges? Nah, some are playful, some are good, some are perverted. Whether we want to acknowledge that or not, some are perverted. And I hear all reasons of why people do them and and, and not do them. And whatever your reason is, whatever your why truly is, that is truly between you. And if you're a believer, that's between God. That's not for me to judge. I just regulate my life according to triggers and regulate my life according to what I think is perverted and what is not, what's harmful for me, what's helpful for me, what's a stumbling block for me, for my children and my family. So for me, I do what God leads me to do to center my rights, center my life around him and to make sure that I'm honoring brothers and sisters accordingly to that. But most importantly, honoring myself and the calling he's given me. So that doesn't mean I judge anybody for it, but I may unfollow you based on it because I don't want to see a certain content. That's just who I am. I don't I don't knock you. I don't disagree. But if I feel, yo, this is out of line. And it's not just one event. It will be consistent events. I'm like, yo, this is not just someone I want to follow. I will unfollow them based on me wanting to, a couple of reasons. One, wanting me to honor that individual. Two, wanting me to, uh, me to not allow anyone or anything be a stumbling block for me. The word says, if it causes your right hand to sin, pluck if your left hand causes your right to sin, you cut it off. What that simply means is this. If there's something that's causing you that may cause you to stumble, stop looking at it. Stop touching it. Stop hearing it. So that's what I do. I cut it off. I want to walk. Want to walk in honor. I want to walk not necessarily in purity, but I want to make sure that I'm focused on Christ and what I do. I don't always hit that mark, but that's always my goal. Do you hear me? So I don't judge people for what they do. I will just unfollow it based on if it's a stumbling block to me. Is it a hindrance to me? Is it calling me to stumble? Do I think it's perverted? There's plethora of whys for me, and I have to be honest with myself and do what I 
think it's best for me to walk in faith and in Christ. You hears me. That's no diss to anyone. So what I was saying was, is listen, I saw a bunch of challenges that's neither here or there. I don't, you know, judge people for what they do or what they say. I just keep it moving according to what God is leading me to do. So the challenges are going on. So one of the more famous pastors of this generation is Pastor Mike. Michael Todd, Mike Todd, he is in Tulsa, Oklahoma of Transformation Church, you know. So Pastor Mike Todd had a sermon um, in which he gave a statement based on the silhouette, silhouette challenge. Now, if most don't know, the silhouette challenge is a challenge based on a song, I believe, where um, women and men, so it hasn't been just one person, it's been multiple where some has been funny some has not been funny some has been perverted some have not been perverted so i don't want to throw a a general blanket on the specific challenge but the challenge itself is centered around men and women who you know they they initially um start off you know the video just you know in uh, regular attire, bath attire, whatever. Then it goes into a red silhouette, and then they dress provocative, dance provocative. Men been showing their penis. They've been doing a thing, uh, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't been really up on it like that. I've seen a couple, um, and not any perverted ones, but I've seen a couple, so I kind of know the idea of it. But more or less. Dancing provocative, showing off their bodies is the premise behind the main challenge, right? And now that has been twisted to a certain part that has been, again, some are perverted, some are not perverted. So I, again, I don't want to put a blanket on the entire challenge. Some, you know, that's most challenges. Some have been perverted, some haven't. It just depends on that individual, right? So Michael... Todd, Pastor Michael Todd, speaks on the ones that are doing it from a perverted standpoint. And his statement was, women, stop doing this challenge. You're showing man your body before you show him your mind. And he basically ends it with being impactful and not impressive. And I agree to the ones that are doing it from that standpoint that's what men see, right? So he had a whole point in this thing. He had a whole point. However, like most do, whenever a pastor tries to correct um, ungodly behavior, because that's what it is. Let's call it what it is. Whenever... Pastors try to correct behavior that's ungodly or behavior that may may be interpreted. I don't even want to say ungodly. Some is ungodly, though. So I want to again, I don't want to put a blanket statement because I know how people is. It's not ungodly. I went in and doing it this and, it, and it's in my heart. I didn't do it this way. OK, for those people who will have that type of explanation, 
is not ungodly, but is it wise? Unwise behavior. Let me say that. Okay, so some are ungodly. Some may be just unwise. Whatever you're doing it for. Again, whatever your why is, you provide your why. But what he was speaking to, I generally agree with because people aren't seeing your why. People are seeing if you're doing it from a perverted standpoint, people aren't seeing the why that you may have. What they're seeing is your body the way it is and it's beautiful and they're not respecting you for your your mind or the the behind you the reason behind you're doing it. All they see is flesh. So guess what? They're going to respond accordingly to the flesh. You reap flesh, you're going to you sow flesh seeds, you're going to reap flesh seeds. That's a principle. So what you're sowing, you're reaping. So people aren't going to see what's behind it, they're going to see what you sowed and you're going to reap what you sowed. That's a biblical principle. Y'all like to call it karma. I don't. I call it sowing and reaping. So listen, people got offended with Pastor Mike Todd because of it. And here's the thing. I absolutely hate this part of our generation. I say our generation because I'm a part of this generation. Our generation does this. Listen, I love our generation and hate it at the same time. You hears me because this generation, we have learned to question everything. And that could be a good thing because it allows us to go deeper and find the true meaning behind things. But what it has also done is created a spirit of rebellion and a lack of um, lack of authority or Lack, a lack of obedience, that's the word, to authority. We don't like to listen to people. We don't want anyone to judge us. We want to justify everything we do as if everything we do is okay and should be vouched as okay. You may have a great reason of why you're doing what you're doing, but you still need someone to tell you, baby, that's not good for you to do. This generation don't want anyone to tell us anything. Now, y'all feel like y'all can tell spiritual authority, whatever y'all want to tell them. Y'all want to tell them they liars, which they may be. Y'all want to tell them that they that they don't teach the word of God, which they may not do. Y'all want to point to everything they do wrong, but when somebody points to what you do wrong, you get defensive and then want to get on your high horse or feel like you can't be told anything. That's not biblical, period. I want to, I want to really address that spirit of rebellion and hardiness that this generation has severely. We really have a, a heart a heart of hardiness and really stone when it comes to spiritual authority or authority in general. We become extremely rebellious when people tell us, hey, what you're doing isn't right. That doesn't mean that you don't have a justified reason behind doing it, but that doesn't mean it's right because you have a justified reason behind it. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have a consequence of flesh 
behind what you're doing. Those two things aren't the same. And we love to do that in this generation. We don't we we really lack dishonor. This generation, my generation, has an issue with dishonor. We dishonor everything that does not agree with our mentality. And whatever challenges our mentality, whatever someone has a different mindset, whenever whenever someone wants to uh, correct you or even edify you, that's in a way that you don't feel is right, you want to combat it and then walk in dishonor for it. Listen, in 2021, I'm telling you what I'm not playing. Dishonor. I'm not allowing anyone to come around me with seeds of dishonor. And I'm not going to tolerate even that spirit of hardiness or rebellion. If you have it, you won't catch your fooling with you. And that's in society, that's in the, uh, the, our generation, that's in church, that's out of church, whatever it may be. I'm not fooling with that seed of rebellion and hardiness and jealousy and that because all of that will reap a harvest of dishonor. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And it it really saddens me that whenever someone tries to correct behavior, especially spiritual authority, y'all feel like y'all can tell spiritual authority what y'all want to tell them. Y'all want to bring up everything y'all want to do. Y'all dishonored. I've seen y'all do that to Pastor Mike Todd numerous of times. Y'all love, and it's, and here's the thing, it's, it's Christians I'm addressing. I'm not addressing unbelievers. I'm addressing Christians. I'm addressing brothers and sisters who claim they're in Christ for their dishonor. Stop that foolishness, period. Stop it. It's dishonor. And what you're sowing, you will indeed reap. You will indeed reap. Now, uh, this ain't even really about the uh, silhouette challenge. Because again, what you do is what you do. The bust it down challenge. What you do is what you do. Do I agree with it? No, I don't agree with it. Why I don't agree with it? I'm glad you asking me these tough questions in the morning time. You smells me. The reason why I don't necessarily agree with that challenge, whether it's done to show, show body positivity, whatever you want to say is done for, First and foremost, I don't agree with it. That doesn't mean you're not entitled to do it. I'm entitled to disagree with you're, what you're doing. I disagree with it because I know people. A woman can do whatever they want with their body. I know that crowd. That crowd is entitled to feel that way. And I agree. A woman can do what they want to do with their body. But I don't have to agree what you do with your body. I don't have to follow what you do with your body. And if you're what you're doing with your body from a biblical standpoint is wrong, guess what? I'm going to say it's wrong. It doesn't matter what you're saying. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If it's wrong, it's wrong. I applied that same biblical standard to my life. What I do, if I do something wrong, guess what? I call myself out on it. I don't know why this generation don't like to hear you're wrong, but y'all be wrong. So you're going to hear you're wrong if you're wrong. That's on Mary, you hears me. So 
I don't agree with those challenges, kind of on the same premise as Michael Todd. Now, this isn't a general statement. So everybody's not doing the challenge based on the same premise. So I can't speak to everybody. But what I can always ask is this question. Why do you have to do it from a social network standpoint? Why do you feel like you have to put that on a social network? That would be my question to you. Depending on your response to that, I will line up with different varies of questions, neither here nor there. My disagreement with it is, is that what you're showing is flesh. So you're always going to reap a flesh response. If you're busting it down and you're showing your flesh and you're showing your body parts and you curvy and you beautiful, guess what? It could be because of body positivity, but the response, don't matter how you feel, is going to be flesh. Why? Because you're sowing flesh, natural desires, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to reap that back, which means that there's going to be people whether you agree with it or not, that's going to come to you from that position. That's just spiritual law. I don't care what you say. You sow something, you're going to reap something. So what you're sowing, you're going to reap. So that's why I don't agree with it, because you're never going to reap the response you think you should be reaping. It's always going to be a battle and it's going to be unwanted attention with that. Because that's what happens, period. That's what happens. That's going to happen because it's a law is going to always do that. A law will always work. It's a universal law. You sow something, you reap something, period. So if you're sowing flesh, you're going to reap flesh. That's always going to happen. And what I see is a lot of women becoming frustrated because why they're doing it is not what's being... Um, reciprocated back usually they get frustrated mans are jumping in a dm they didn't necessarily want that attention but you're going to get that attention because what you sowed is what you're going to reap so that's why i don't necessarily like it now from a personal standpoint to me it triggers me to look at a sister that i want to honor in a fleshly standpoint that's not that sister issue that's my issue because I battle lust. So because I battle lust, if I see someone from a lust, if I see someone dropping it down or silhouetting, showing off their body parts, guess what I'm going to want to do? Lust. So for me personally, I'm just going to unfollow you because I don't want to look at my sisters or anyone that's doing it. In a perverted manner, in a perverted manner. You get what I'm saying? I don't want to see anyone or honor and look at anyone from a perverted manner because I want to honor you as the brother and sister you are. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I'm just telling you from a personal standpoint, this is my battle. What you're doing is a stumbling block to me. And because it is, I'm going to unfollow because I don't want to honor you or even look at you from that standpoint. So I just won't look at you from that standpoint. That's my personal intent. That's not something you battle. That's what I battle. And because I battle, my response is that. Okay? 
because I know how y'all get. Y'all will rebuttal. Well, don't look at me that way. You can't tell me how not to look at you if you do something that triggers <laughs> triggers a lust, triggers me to look at you a certain way, okay? It's my response on how I handle it, and I choose to handle it that way because it's wise for me. Now, let me get into some scripture because here's the thing. I can't tell you stuff is biblically wrong and then I back it up with scripture. And then some of y'all going y'all y'all about to turn the podcast off now because whenever you start talking Bible, people automatically start thinking that you're being judgmental as opposed to saying, "Brother, sister, I love you." From a biblical standpoint, this is why it's wrong. And whether you agree with that or not, I still got to give you the word because it's not None of this is based on me. None of this based on you. If you're a Christian, it's based on Christ Jesus. And at the end of the day, I got to give you the word because he is that. And in order for lives to be changed, order for you to be corrected or even hear what I'm saying, I have to stand and prove it and show it and display it in the word. Now, I had a great mentor that once told me that if it if I don't have at least three scriptures, I'm doing you a disjustice and I don't even bring it up. So I got more than three scriptures. You know how I do it. Now, the first scripture I have is according to y'all disrespect of Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd. Y'all have to stop that. Y'all don't just do it to him. Y'all do it to every pastor that y'all have an issue with that be trying to correct y'all. Every pastor. Y'all think y'all... Let me let me go into this. Let me go into this. Okay, so I'm going to take off my my pastoral hat right now and just come as a brother who have seen on multiple situation and multiple levels that whenever someone try to correct this generation, y'all always rebuttal to what they've done in their past. I'm not saying every pastor is right when they do certain stuff. I never want it to be that way because some are wrong, but that doesn't mean you dishonor the spiritual authority on that life. You don't get a pass for that. You don't get a pass to dishonor. God is never going to give you a pass for dishonor ever, ever. He's never going to give you that pass. So the first scripture is Ephesians 4, 11 through 15. I'm coming from the New Living Translation. It says this, and he gave, who is he? Jesus. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. That's considered the fivefold ministry. Jesus gave these things. Why did he give that fivefold ministry? For the perfecting of the saints. That's maturity. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, for the church. So he gave those things to help you mature and to build you up, build the church up. That's why he gave them. Let me continue reading. Till we all come in unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. He gave these things, the fivefold ministry, for perfecting of the saints, maturity, and also edifying until we all come into unity. Until a perfect man mature unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children. That means we're no, no longer immature. Tossed to and fro 
and carried about with every wind of doctrine that we don't be listening to everything until we mature and we don't listen to everything by the slight of man and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. So we don't be deceived by everybody who's speaking. Everybody who has a voice ain't trying to help you. They may be there to deceive you. So in these verses, it lets me know Jesus gave us pastors to mature us and to build us up. So how can one grow you maturity and build you up when every time he says something that's to correct you, you're offended and you want to dishonor them? That shows to me you don't want to grow up. You want to be a Tarza us kid all your life. You don't want to grow up. You cool with what the position you are at. And you don't want to be edified. You don't want to be built up. Or you want to be built up the way you want to be built up. Whenever someone corrects, you reject it. Or you have an issue with it. That you automatically go to their character. You are immature. You're also in dishonor. Period. Let me keep going though. Let me keep going. To the people who feel a certain way about me talking about the, silo, the silhouette challenge or the busted down challenge. First Corinthians 6, 12. I'm going to give you the ESV. You digs me. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. So I'm going to tell you what Paul is breaking down. He's saying, listen, I can do whatever I want to do, but it may not be helpful for me to do that. So what I'm saying to you, brother and sister, is I'm not judging you for doing any challenge, but is it helpful for you? And in your heart, if you think it's helpful for you, cool, keep doing it. But fruit show whether it's good or bad. I'm going to say that again. Your fruit show whether it's good or bad. If it's good fruit, if it's helpful for you, it's going to produce good fruit. If it's bad for you, guess what it's going to produce? Bad fruit. So if your harvest is bad, my boy and my girl, what you did may not be good. Period. Y'all love to call persecution. Y'all love to say y'all persecuted when y'all not persecuted. Y'all just doing wrong things. So let me keep going with the scripture. And this is the one I really, really want to break down. First Timothy 5, 17, 18, the ESV, because this is what I'm seeing. Whether you agree with that or not, this is what I'm seeing. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. So who are elders? Those are people who are mature in faith who are mature biblically, who are sound with their doctrine. Those are considered elders. The word says they should be receiving and they're worthy of double honor. So you shouldn't even be honoring them on a basic level. You should be double honoring them. 
So what Pastor Mike Todd is doing, you should be honoring him with. You shouldn't be dishonoring him at all. But what I see from this generation, and again, I'm talking to Christians. I'm not talking to you if you are unbeliever because I don't expect you to honor at all. I don't. I expect you to be as disrespectful as you are because you are not awoke to the spiritual things in Christ. However, those who say they are, you should be doubly honoring that man. You shouldn't be on the side of wickedness. You shouldn't be on the side of evil. You shouldn't be talking about those who's there to build you up and edify you and to encourage you in the faith, to mature you and perfect you in Christ Jesus. Those aren't those those aren't the people you should be dishonoring. But that's what I'm seeing. So I'm saying to my heart, God, why are the ones who post to give double honor the ones who are dishonoring? He led me here. Second Timothy three, two and five. Y'all not going to like this. I understand y'all been to turn this podcast, but I pray the ones that have ears will hear me and understand my heart that I'm not coming from a judgmental standpoint. I'm coming from a place of judging you righteously and saying we have to stop. We have to stop walking in dishonor to those God has given us. You're not dishonoring Michael Todd. I, I hate to tell you that you are dishonoring Jesus. I just gave you Bible that simply said Jesus gave him to us. So if you double, if you dishonor who Jesus has gave, guess who you dishonor? Jesus himself. So you can't say I'm honoring someone, dishonoring someone Jesus gave and I'm good with Jesus. You are not. That is Bible. So let's keep it moving. For people will be lover of selves, lover of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, slanderous without self-control, brutal, non, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lover of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. So brothers and sisters in Christ, the one that really, 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 really struck me here is having the appearance of godliness, but no power. Because that means that you can be religious by the action and by your words. But, but have no power in your life. You can have a form of godliness. That means you can be religious by your actions by your traditions, the rituals that you learned, all of those things can be just religious, but there's no power in that because your life doesn't show God in it. You have the appearance of God by what you do and what you say, but there's no power of him. Your life is unchanged. And that brings me to the, the, the fig tree with no fruit on it. You are figless fruit. You're figless fig tree. You're fruitless fig tree. The appearance of something, but no power of it, no fruit of it. And you probably saying to yourself, yo, brother, Yule is going in right now. 
And I don't like this, brother Yule. If you despise this, though, brother or sister, you despise Christ. Because I'm not even telling you how I feel. Everything I've stated has been from the position of I'm not judging you. But I but this dishonor has to leave. I didn't come here to really even talk about the silhouette challenge or the bust it down challenge. I came to talk about the dishonor in our men and women of God. And the way that we've done that and how we continue to do it is displeasing to our father and our brother Jesus. It's period. Period. So I'm asking you to stop, stop siding with the world and the enemy with dishonoring our men and women of God. If they're doing something wrong, say that. But you better have Bible with it. Don't tell me about I'm just trying to uh, be show um, body positivity. Because all that tells me is your love of yourself more than your love of God in that situation. It's okay to love yourself. It's not okay to love yourself over God, though. And that's on Mary. Like, we don't want to hear this stuff. Because this stuff feels like it's judging and you're trying to make me feel bad for what I'm doing. I'm not. I told you to keep doing what you're doing. But I just simply ask you why to why you're doing it and why you feel like you have to slander and attack men and women of God. Y'all were just patting Michael Todd on the back for giving three million out just a couple of months ago. Ooh, that church, that's the right way the church should do it. But as soon as he tell you something you don't want to hear, oh, I don't want to hear that. Your sermon's weak. Y'all weren't saying that just a month ago with your double-minded self. Y'all weren't saying that. Y'all was patting that man on his back. Y'all was loving him when he was giving our cause to family. Oh, we need to be, we need to see more churches like that. Oh, for real? So y'all want to see when it, y'all want the church to shut up, not tell you nothing, but just give. Where is that Bible? Where is it? And I'm not talking to unbelievers. I'm talking to believers. Those that say they love Jesus Christ. He's your Lord and Savior with your heart and mind. If you're doing that, you're in error. I don't care what you're telling me. You're in dishonor and you have to get right. Period. And I'm saying it's in love, sir and ma'am. But y'all don't want to think correction is love, but I rather give you truth, hurtful truth, than a happy lie. I always will do that. Listen, this burdened my heart. And if no one listened to it, I'm good with that. But I know I did what God told me to do because this was burning my heart this morning. And I mean every word I say in love, not to throw stones at you because y'all love to do that. Y'all think that correction and biblical statements and the word of God is to hurt you and not grow you. I'm here to grow you. I'm here to help and encourage you to be better. That may not always feel good. That may be uncomfortable to you. I'm not trying to necessarily hear the statements of Of how you feel. Am I helping you grow spiritually? And if I am, 
then amen. But if you don't receive anything I'm saying because you feel, because you're so offended, I pray that this touch your heart and that offense that you're feeling is not necessarily offense. It's God speaking to you, telling you that, hey, this may be wrong. Listen, this is don't take with nickels. This is your brother, Yule, and I mean everything I say from a position of love, but I don't back down anything I say because in Christ Jesus, <laughs> he gets all the glory. You hear what I'm saying? And he's the one that's speaking through me. And I mean everything I said, 100%. If I lose followers, love it so big. God bless you. Keep going on your journey. I pray for you. I'm never the one to see you stumble and say, I told you so. I'm always the one to help you up to walk back on the road. But I ain't going to follow you. <laughs> Real talk. In Jesus' name, I mean that. Listen. Do good. Seek justice. That's Isaiah. But be real to oneself. And more importantly, be real your walk in Christ if you're a believer. Listen, this is your boy. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you for listening to Don't Take Wooden Nickels. I do not take that for granted. I'm honored and I need you to do something while you still here. Rate the podcast, rate it five stars, and also subscribe so you can know when new podcasts are coming out. We appreciate you. I thank you. Don't take wooden nickels because they don't spin. Peace.